Welcome to Next Topic Podcast, where the only rule is to stay on topic and no topic is off limits. My name is Lo. My name is Shad. My name is Cam. And today we're talking Oh, and we are going to be continuing the conversation that we started last episode around blackness. And so we are still joined by some of our guests. Um, so guests, why don't you introduce yourself for folks who are just now tuning in? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> it's pick seven. I'm Nyla. And I'm Andrina. Great. And so um for this next segment, I just have a few more questions for y'all. And the first question I have is in your opinion. Actually, no, I'm going to start with a definition of black because at the end of this segment, we will return to the question of how do you define blackness mm-hmm. or whether you can. Um, so according to Merriam-Webster, black is defined as of or relating to any of various population groups of especially, of especially African ancestry, often considered as having dark pigmentation of the skin, but in fact having a wide range of skin colors. Or another definition is of or relating to black people and often especially to African-American people or their culture. Mm -hmm. Black is also defined in Merriam-Webster as, you know, the color, of course, uh, dirty or soiled, evil or sinister, Mm -hmm. Um, the absence of light, sad, gloomy, and darkened by anger. See how they do us? Yeah. So I'll pause there and let y'all react to all the different definitions, whether you would add anything in there right well, take some out yeah uh, all of it take it out what i did not know that who's Miriam? <laughs> who gave her or him or they or them whatever they identify as who's like make up all the definitions and you're right i want to know that's a google um you know like as you know, people like describe things that are black as like certain things like black soul, which it has a negative connotation, like black spirit, like anything pertaining to black is bad. And as we discussed on other podcasts, I don't know if we discussed it. Maybe we did like even like any like children's cartoons and things like that. The black or darker skin type mm-hmm. characters or like, you know, villains. Yeah, villains yeah. and things like that. You know, Scar. With a black lion, yeah. uh huh. Mulan, uh huh, and Mulan—they all were darker. You know, Ursula was like a darker she octopus. Was yeah, uh-huh. but you know, she also people would say like those black yeah. features mm-hmm. and things. Blah blah boom. You know, Ursula bad bitch. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, you know, they just kind of take a lot of darkness <laughs> and evilness to black. Yeah, that's what I thought. Especially the last part of that yeah. definition, baby. It just made me think about like, I guess kind of on the same lines, like all the shit that is black that's bad. Like, and for some reason, the first thing that comes to my mind is black ice. Why that gotta be the bad ice? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, it just don't make sense. Like, it's just almost like they just say, fuck it, put black on it, it's bad. It's not even, is it black ice black? No, I never seen it. It's just refrozen water. Oh, that is scandalous. It's fucked up, right? I never thought of it that way. Why can't you just be like, Ice ice. <laughs> you know how black people do it? We just put double on something. We trying to emphasize. Just ice ice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
in your opinion, going back to people specifically, in your opinion, what makes someone else black? So we started like part one talking about what makes us black personally, but then when you see other people and you say to yourself, oh, that's a black person, what makes you say they're black? Or um, flipping that coin on its head, what makes you say that they're not black? What is black not? Can you say what black it's not? Mm-hmm. But you can start with the first question, however you want to approach it. Well, like for me, like I look at face features, um, of course, the skin tone, but I definitely look more so at face features. So mm-hmm. I, if you notice, they have the higher cheekbones and the big lips and the wide noses and the small eyes. So I tend to look at those rather than just be like, you might you might be black or something like that. <laughs> but like, I look at features and aside of that, like the skin tone is always a a plus. But um, I think, like I said, the skin tone ranges based on where you're from and mm-hmm. what your genetics are. So you, I can't really say like, oh, cause he's, for example, purple. Mm-hmm. He's from this area of the country <laughs> or that one is blue and this one's from the ocean. Like I can't. <laughs> say things like that but i specifically look at features a lot of the time Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh i don't know i what is what is black not or is you can uh, start with is i think not is easier okay go there white (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i was i was gonna say that but i was like let me not say something Say what you mean. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's like a really hard question to ask. I guess for me, it's based off the experience so much as besides the biology behind it. Mm-hmm. It's more experiences for me, like what is black or what isn't black. If you understand what I'm trying to say. What are some of those experiences for our listeners who aren't black? Um, and even for some black people, they might not understand from your vantage point what your experiences are that define. So I feel like blackness. I feel like you know how like in black families, everybody had that once that blanket growing up, that same blanket with the green <laughs> and burgundy diamonds on it uh-huh, and shit like that. You feel like that well, right there. You like I mean, I had a blanket. Well, we consider you black, like Afro Latina. Uh, but yeah, I just think it's like little staples like that. It's like, okay, you know if you know if you know. You know what right. I, mean? mm-hmm. I think what, one of the things that you are trying to get at, which I'm about to take us there, is that we all have like certain situations or been in certain spaces, not just based on someone's physical features, but it's like, oh, like, oh shit, you black. Or like as people would say, are you black black or blackity black black? Um, what people mean like based on like certain experiences, like cultural relevancy or cultural things that someone has done, like, oh that person is like, are you black? Um, so I think that's like something. What are those things? Well, I, I think it's like some. And part... go ahead again to the stereotypes. I think that's probably that's what you're kind of like tiptoeing around. Maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it's also like a certain feeling like if someone doesn't do X, like she's not a part of us or they are not with the black people. Mm. Cause like, even like I've been in certain spaces, like all the black people at this certain at work or at school can be doing this. And it'd be that one or a couple other black people who are not sitting with us. 
Maybe they want to be associated. Who knows? Maybe we don't have like common experiences, but they're with us. So we like, you know, they ain't black. We black. They not. Um, so if I could name some of those things, I would say, ooh, that's hard. It's, yeah, it's hard, hard to, when you got to think about it. It's like, it would be hard to name like these certain experiences of which I'm talking about. Cause y'all keep looking at me like I'm crazy. Um, <laughs> um, like, I guess like it goes into like, have like this person done this thing growing up, like watch X movies, seen X shows, like, oh, this person, it's kind of going to like the whole black car situation, which I know we talked about later. Like, have they watched the Friday movies or not? How you make your Kool-Aid. Right. How, like, have you even had Kool-Aid? Like if someone <laughs> who was black came to me like, oh, I never had Kool-Aid before. I'll be like, you ain't a nigga. Right. Or like, I would, that's where my mind would go. Like, you ain't black. You see how I put that ass on there? <laughs> but it, it sounds so bad and so rude, but that's that's what happens. Yeah. If y'all catch, like, my drift. Mm-hmm. They look so confused. I, I get it. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, I, I really feel like there's, like. How you make your I'm Kool-Aid? Sugar. Hey, they, black. You black. You a nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, sugar. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that right there. Just shit like that. Those experiences that... Have you ever gone to somebody who wasn't black to their house and they had Kool-Aid and all they did was put the packet in water and say, I make Kool-Aid? Like, nigga, no. This is not Kool-Aid. But I think that goes back to like what we were talking about in the previous episode in terms of like commonalities that black people have. For me, I think like... Like, I don't think I would ever... Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let me back that up. (laughs) Okay, so I feel like I'm a firm believer, like, all skin folk ain't kin folk. Like, I'll go to to bat for that phrase. So when I think of that phrase, I think of, like, Candace Owens or Omarosa. I feel like... Stacey Dash. Yeah, Stacey Dash. I feel like if you're not for the culture and you're not advocating for Black lives, that includes trans people as well then Amen. you are not, you, your black heart is revoked. Snatching it. Like <laughs> T.I. did uh, Nunu and ATL, the pearls. The chain, yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I think, but I don't think I would ever, no matter how much I disagree with them or how much I dislike them and how much I'm revoking their black heart, I just still have, it goes, I'm contradicting myself, but I <laughs> still- like- I still feel uncomfortable being like, you're not black. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because they are at the end of the day. They're just I mean, that's the on the outskirts. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, like the Terry Cruises. I mean, that's their opinion. Yeah, but it's their opinion. But I think when when people say that, like, oh, but that's their opinion. I think about what James Baldwin said that if your ideology and your opinions are rooted in my oppression and my discrimination, we're not tight. Like, we can't get along. You know? And obviously, you can say it like that. Yeah, because that's a lot what, like, racist people say. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I don't like black people. Okay, well, that's just my opinion. No, that's not an opinion, sweetheart. You're putting somebody down, and you're like, like it's just not okay. Yeah, if you're so, vocalizing hatred yeah. towards your own community, to me, mm-mm. that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think what you're getting at too is just like anti-blackness, no matter who it's coming from, it's still yeah. anti-blackness. And one thing that everyone mentioned in the prior episode was that uh, 
being black or like what you celebrate about being black is a sense of community. So when mm-hmm. someone is going against that, that community, community, like so kind of how you feel about like the whole like R. Kelly bad person, like if you're harming someone, you know what I mean? Because like, oh, yeah. <laughs> we had an episode about that. She was saying like if you go against or harm, then you're, I can't fuck with you type of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is exactly correct, and that's yeah. when I will, like Nyla said, cancel you. Yeah. Right, but also like canceling someone is different from them not being black. So you cancel R. Kelly because he's a no. Okay, human let's being. not. We don't have to go to R. Kelly. Okay. That is another topic. But <laughs> yeah, I just that was the first yeah. Thing that my head. Like canceling in terms of like black people are like revoking someone's black card when they are basically doing what, like you said, doing what white supremacists might do or racist people might do. Like I understand that. And I, I've mentioned this before that because we exist in this society that has that upholds white supremacy, like we're not immune to having some of those same traits. You know, mm-hmm. like we all sometimes carry some of those prejudice with us. Um, but when somebody is like making a conscious decision to do it over and over, and it's like a Candace Owens like on TV and trying to be um, a champion for this white voice and trying to be accepted by them, you're just telling me like you are don't want to be a part of this community. Yeah. Um, so, hey, I don't, <laughs> you made your bed lay in it sort of thing. Yeah. Right. But I, also, I think from like, I don't know how what the, the girl Candace be thinking, but I also <laughs> think there are some, probably a lot more people than we realize who come from, who think the same way mm-hmm. that she does. And then we like, we, trying to distance her from like this blackness that we all or black sense of community when I think she's probably trying to tell people that there are other different types of ways that black people think and we all don't think the same. Well, this this is someone who sides with like Trump's narratives and ideologies and you know, really perpetuates negative black stereotypes in media. And I think, yes, and when you have that type of platform as a black person, it is part of your responsibility responsibility to make sure that you're dismantling and restructuring stereotypes that black people deal with and racism and oppression. And Mm -hmm. so when you side with, white supremacy, I can't really get behind like, oh, but there are other black people who think the same way that I do. Right. All y'all can go then. Right. And no, I, you know, shit, but that's like for you and like to you. Just to me, it's like saying just because another black people, how many another black person don't think the same way that you do, then y'all can go. But I think it's the just like the the thinking about black people, not necessarily about other things. So like as black people, people might think we all politically agree, right? Or we might all agree on economics or we might all agree on like what's important to like mobilize the black community. And so like, I think you can have a difference of opinion there. Like, oh, you know, whether it's regarding, you know, free healthcare or free, you know, education, whatever the case may be, 
Um, I think you can have a difference of, a, uh, of opinion there, but like on like the value of black people or speaking poorly about black people mm-hmm. and perpetuating the stereotypes, that's not for me. I don't feel, I don't really give people grace in that arena. Yeah, too. I agree. Yeah. I yeah, feel like there are tears. Yeah, and at the end of the day, that's a whole like, she's generalizing a whole group of people. It's not like she's coming to you and be like, you, the one black person I'm talking about, mm-hmm. does this, that, and the third. She's literally talking about everybody. So it's like, you're not really for your own kind. You're literally going for this, which is affecting this whole group negatively, mm-hmm. whether they think the same or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know, you know, I'm not saying I'm out here agreeing with Candace is saying, no, but. No, she's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, did you see what she did to Cardi? Mm-mm. I don't yeah. yeah. Um, but like, I'm not saying like I agree with Kendra was saying, but I know like black people, as we were trying to like talk about like this like monolithic culture that people put upon black people. And then we got, I'm not saying there are like representation, the three black people or two we have named. And then like, so once they speak up and say something, we are like, oh no, they don't agree. Like, agree the same way we all agree with or say the same thing we say. So they don't matter. They're not with us. But we are not the same. So he's just strengthening the monolithic. Yeah. Body. I'm like, I'm just trying to, you know, like help us like see the difference. Even though like it might be some other people out there who probably like disagree with you on like the cute health care and the education. Not cute. I know, but it's not <laughs> enough for them to get a platform to, to speak up mm-hmm. out against on Twitter, Instagram, and Fox News. But the three people who get something to say, we like, oh, you don't speak because you don't agree with the rest of the black people. You only could disagree on X, Y, and Z. You can't disagree on A, B, and C. I don't think it's about, it's not about disagreeing with the Black people. It's about spewing and putting out rhetoric that's dangerous towards Black people. That's my problem. I can can disagree with you. You like orange chicken. I prefer tofu and broccoli. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's like that. (laughs) But But when it comes to you not believing that Black lives matter you don't believe that and i do that's something that i you know what i mean like those are two different things mm-hmm. so that's where i'm coming no, from. saying I, things I, like black lives matter is a hate group and all these right. things no, that, yeah. i agree with with all you're saying i just like want us to be I, yeah. I think like people should be conscious of like the three people who we tr- like three people who we're trying to say like are different who have a platform mm-hmm. to do it we are like thus also like respecting them yeah. 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 And I get what you're saying. Like, yeah. We're like I'll... expecting them to like stand up and be like, <laughs> be nice to them type of thing. And then it's like, we, sh- we shouldn't put those expectations on those people because at the end of the day, they're their own person, whether they form part of this group. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they are their own people. And then they have this platform because, of course, white people put them up to show. Mm-hmm. Like, we got a black example. We got mm-hmm. one. But also, there are, I'm pretty sure, a lot of black people who think like them mm-hmm. um, and also to like to help prove our point that we aren't a monolithic culture. Right. I'm like, we can tear them down where we want to, but those people we have to not they, have to, they have to exist yeah. and like, you know, acknowledge that's all I'm saying, we, but we can move on. Cause we've been chopping people <laughs> down left and right. Um, I mean, those were like, two of the bigger questions. So we don't necessarily have to move on from that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was like we were getting to, uh, you know, a really meaty part of the discussion in regards to like. Black. 
being black and like this sense of identity and culture that we carry and how um, mm -hmm. anti-blackness finds its way into that culture, right? Right. Um, so I would love to hear more about your experience growing up in Venezuela and like, or what things are like back home for you and like people of different shades and what that oh. looks like. I know that you said yeah. that it's it's very different. <laughs> it's very than different here. from out here. Um, so like back at home, I'll just start with my parents. So my dad's side of the family, both of his parents are white mm -hmm. Venezuelans, so blue eye, blonde hair, all of that. But their parents on my grandfather's side, his mom was black and she just happened to have a child with a German person. And then um, if you look at their kids now, my dad's one of five. He's one of the three that have blue eyes mm -hmm. and they're white. But the other two look like y'all. Mm -hmm. Black curly hair, brown eyes. And um, they're usually the ones that they think are my dad. And so then my mom's side of the family, they're actually Trinidadian and Portuguese on her dad's side of the family as well as on her mom. So. Um, my uncles and my aunts are a blend of that. Um, mm -hmm. I have one uncle that's light skin, but has super tight curls and the buff, thick <laughs> black body. And the other one is black, tight curls and the same husky body. But then the girls are, you look at them and they're just look Portuguese, tall, thick women and all of that. And so I think it's just a blend a lot of the times in the culture because um, like again, a lot of the influences that we have in the country are European. So not only that, with along with the slave trade, there was a blend of that. But the thing that happened in Latin America, there wasn't a division how it was here. Here, it was, you're black, you on that side, I'm white, I'm on this side. Mm -hmm. Over there, it was a blend as soon as Haiti freed ha Haiti, and then Haiti, everybody else started to be free. Mm -hmm. So there's labels that you apply to yourself. So like for me, I get called a morena. So morena is technically the term for mulatto, black and white child. So that's, but that's not bad in Venezuela to call yourself that. I know that out here, like I remember when I, I mentioned it to one of my friends, they were like, you don't say that, that's bad. And I was like, how is that bad when that's what you are? Mm -hmm. Like, I get it, but I was like, you need to be like, you need to flip that script of it's bad and make and apply it to yourself and be like, make it something good because that's how it's taught to us in Venezuela. And so that was kind of like my struggle out here as well. And so then there's terms now that I don't use here, I only use back at home. So um, back at home, like there's like my sister, she's shade lighter than me, but straight hair majority of the time. And she's called Trigueña. So that's basically a li extra light black person. Mm -hmm. And then you have Blanquitas, which are just white, blue eyes. And then you have Negras, which is, or Negro which is just the regular black person. And that can range from the shade you want to call yourself. Mm -hmm. But like for me, when I first came out here, the N word doesn't exist in Latin America. It's just negro or negra. And that was never, that's never used towards me, like in my family as a bad term. But I know that there is those people who use that term in a bad connotation. And so mm -hmm. I, in Venezuela, there's a lot of colorism and that's really the majority of the problems you see as well as like, you don't see enough black people on TV and all that stuff. So it's a very big problem of colorism, but there was never a division of this is black and this is white. So I remember like I went back home when I was like 15 and my goddad, he's from Spain, born and raised in Spain, moved when he was 15 to Venezuela. And so he called me negra, but it wasn't like in the back annotation, it was like my love, blah, 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 I'm negra bella, stuff like that. And so then when he said that, I like sat back and I was like, mom, he just called me black. 
And my mom up in there was like, you're not in the States no more. You are in mm. Venezuela. Like you need to flip the switch and realize where you're from and who you are. And then, so like since that, cause I was turning, I went home for my quinceanera or something like that. And so then, since then I've always had like, I have to learn, I've had to learn to blend my cultures. Um, it is very hard to live in a household where your parents raised you as a Venezuelan child. And when you step out in the world, you are a Venezuelan American. And sometimes you're an American and sometimes they see you as something else. Mm -hmm. And so it is very hard for those blends. But I do know like the constant of being asked, like, are you black and white? Are you this and that? And so like, I think trying to maneuver that is where I've learned to be like, this is who I am mm -hmm. and I'm not going to keep explaining what I am and who I am to you. So it's like certain things like that. Yeah. But it is, that is very much like the big difference that I always tell people. I'm like, there was a separation here, which shouldn't have happened. And over there, it was like a blend. And then mm -hmm. color is, colorism started, of, of course, it's always been around, but it was more so like that was the main problem, not necessarily a division how it was here. Mm -hmm. What I hear you saying is that the terms that are being used to just like um, basically call out people's skin tone was it's really like a term of endearment. Yeah. And, Whereas and, here it's like yeah. it's very much so like a way to other folks, right? Yeah. So like the terms like mulatto and there's a whole list. Um, yes. It's yeah. like dusty and like all these like musty and yeah, and it's Mist like, yeah, mestizo is like a, a native Native South American with um, Spanish blood. So here there's like one that's musty and it's like there's all these like whether you have like one eighth of black yeah. in you all yeah, this so thing. Here, the the one whatever percentage <laughs> that doesn't exist in Venezuela. Like if you look like that, that's what you are. And so mm -hmm. it, I feel like when I was younger, I'd be like, but you're black. Like, why do you get upset when someone when someone says you're black? And I would be like, but you're black. And then they'd be like, well, you don't say that. I said, why? Like, that's what you are. So why are you? Of offended of what you are like that is what you are don't be offended by right. it and mm -hmm. so then once I got older and I would be like oh this old white person is saying this that and the third or it'd be somebody else being negative towards I was like oh I get why it's a problem now mm -hmm. so then I would like switch and be like yeah no you don't do that and so I think in a lot of my friendships I always have to be the one to be like you don't say that mm -hmm. and like remove myself or remove somebody so they don't get harmed in that way right mm -hmm. yeah yeah, I think, and then here, like, blackness has been used, like, calling it out has been yeah. used to, it's been used as a weapon or, like, mm -hmm. been used to exclude you from access to certain places, like, things like having a brown paper black bag right. and seeing if you're darker than that versus lighter than that to exclude you from Right, because it allows yeah. you, like, more privileges or, like, certain, you either get something or you don't, yeah. depending on your skin tone, like, mainly like stems from like the house negro and like the field negro so that's why when people hear say like oh like all mulatto it's like use like oh i'm other and better than yeah. like, like the darker once school. i i remember <laughs> i was one of my friends was from new orleans during college and um his mom was like oh you look like a mulatto from new orleans and i just looked at him like is your mom just and then and then he was like no she's actually venezuelan so like Mm. She doesn't know what it would mean to be from New Orleans, and then her his mom was like, "Oh, but she looks like she could be one of us, <laughs> one of us." And she was lighter than me, straighter hair, <laughs> and so I was like, "Yeah, it's very weird how people define their own blackness mm -hmm. and what that means to them based on everything that's happened in this country." Right. So I think that applies 
to very different people. But like for me, I'm black. Mm -hmm. And like I dance African slave dances that were taught to me in Venezuela that like they're culturally taught there. Like you grow up and you're like, this is part of your culture. So this is what you do. Mm -hmm. And so I'm quick to turn on the music and be like, I'm barefoot and I'm dancing. So it's like things like that that like I'm like, I've always been proud of. And like yeah. if you go to any of my family parties, I'm the first one barefoot dancing around in the house when they play the music. So it's very much like little things like that that I'm like, this is what makes us black because we have all of these things that form part of them. Mm -hmm. Nice. So you you got into like defining blackness. So why don't we turn our attention back to trying to define blackness? And I think you made a really good point about like everyone defines blackness mm -hmm. based on their own personal experiences in addition to, you know, all the historical context, yeah. right? So going back to how you define blackness, anyone care to share their newfound, or maybe this <laughs> is the same as where, where you started, but mm -hmm. definition of what it means to be black? Ooh, baby. Um, I think it really, like, as we said, it really depends on the individual. I gotta, even though, like, I'm like, I know that's what it is, but I do think there's also, like, something there that, like, if we put, like, certain phrases, words, and things that attribute to, like, Black people, that we can end up coming to, like, some sort of weird consensus, like, oh, some, this stuff is what, what Black people do, and this stuff is not. It might not be right, but I think, like, if you had to put it on the internet and have people vote, <laughs> there will be some right. stuff that is black and some stuff that is not. <laughs> so we we can be all cute as we want to be and be like, oh, blackness depends on wherever you want to be, and you define your own blackness by whatever you think is black. Great, cute, fun, smooches. But I do think there is that certain thing what Cameron was alluded to earlier that, like, and then with Nyla hates and was like, oh, being invited to the cookout. There is like something that's bedded underneath there where black people feel as though like, oh, you as a person, like you have experience enough, have knowledge enough, or, you know, accepting of something where you are, a, are okay to be in a black space. Mm. We're making you more allies. And right. Uh-huh. Like also like, you know, allyship is like different from someone actually like being black. And also a difference yeah. between someone taking and like, culture, being a culture vulture yeah. off of like black things and like black experiences. Um, but I, there is something there that is like, this is for black people. It's for us. It's Fubu. Mm -hmm. It's for us. It's by it, us. And by <laughs> us. <laughs> That's what Fubu stands for. Um, so it is like, because like when we see certain things, some people are like, oh, that person is trying to act black. Mm -hmm. So clearly, it might not be the best stereotype or the best representation, but it is like something there. Like even like people like tell you like, "Oh, you're trying to act black." Mm -hmm. So it's something in there they see like they only attribute that thing or whatever it was mm -hmm. to black people. And usually, like some of those stereotypes are usually like negative, like the aggressiveness, the loudness. Yeah, like I was just about to say that one, the loudness. That's the, the one they always attribute. You're so loud. And it's like, <laughs> what? I'm like. I'm like, shoot, I'm like, the black ass community. Yeah, I, I, I just feel like, y'all haven't heard my mom. I'm like, the Latinx community loud, too. I'm like, <laughs> Asian people Very. be loud, too. Yes. I'm like, a lot of people are loud, but if black people get it, because I think it's also some of that, like, 
aggressiveness is like that people would say is behind it that some people would say is intimidating where I just say no you were just intimidated but we'll get into that later silence. or silence but um it is like something underneath there that you know that is uh, like some commonalities that some people yeah. have and some allyship there to like where people you are invited to the cookout I think the the first thing I think about when like thinking about shit like that is like when it comes to scary movies and you see a white girl running uh, and they look back and fall and they don't get up. A black person wouldn't do that. And everybody says that type of shit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> a black person wouldn't even be there. And I'm running but out we the do house. die first. <laughs> yeah, right. But that's because that's how the movies are made. You know what I'm saying? So like, but if it was made in the sense like how we would think a black person would react in that situation, we all know that, oh, a black person wouldn't do that. Right. It wouldn't be a movie. Right. <laughs> I mean, just look at, what's his name? Did this? Yeah. Movie. Yeah. Get out. Yeah. For mm-hmm. real. Get out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Any other definitions to share? If not, we'll wrap it up. Why are both of y'all looking at me? Because <laughs> we know you got something to say. <laughs> no. <laughs> and on that note, remember to like, subscribe, click that link, drop comments below if you're watching on YouTube. Let us know what you think and how you define blackness. Maybe you disagree with all of us. Maybe you agree with some part of what we said. But we want to know your thoughts. So like, subscribe, click that link, comment. You can do so on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram at Next Topic Podcast. You can listen to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, et cetera. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Instagram at CoolPeace, You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Shots underscore space. That's S-H-A-D-S underscore S-P-A-C-E. Uh, you can follow me on everything at Clicks by Cam. That's K L I C K S B Y K A M. You can follow Pix at. Uh, <laughs> um, you can follow me. That's the stomp. Every person right. got the whole line. Um, we'll drop their handle. Yeah, you can follow me right here. <laughs> <laughs> follow me right here. Um, toodaloo. Well, toodaloo. <laughs>